Welcome to the First Baptist Barberville Weekly Sermon Podcast. At FBC Barberville, our mission is to gather, grow, give, and go. Join us for live worship on the Court Square in Barberville, Kentucky, or to learn more about our church, visit fbcbarberville.com. Here is Pastor Tyler Shields. Well, I I hope, first of all, you can take me serious this morning, the way I'm dressed, Uh, but not too serious, right? It's okay to have a little fun, especially for a good cause. Now, last week, we looked at a story in the life of King Solomon where he was leading the people in worship uh, through the dedication of the temple there in Jerusalem, the first temple ever built for the Lord uh, after the wilderness tabernacle. And so time goes on for King Solomon, He, he... has his reign and as time progresses throughout his lifetime, he's known around the world, literally around the world, for his incredible wisdom, for his his incredible wealth. And he, he really experiences and learns pretty much all there is to experience and learn in this life. And he has, by all worldly standards, really just an amazing success story, a successful life. But he also fails in life. He sins against God and he, he, his heart is given not only to other people, extra wives, but his heart is given over to other gods, false gods. And he actually sets up places to worship the gods of his pagan wives and he actually himself participates in that worship. Now the Bible captures his words, and it almost feels like his, his dying words, words toward the end of his life um, in the book of Ecclesiastes. Now, the book of Ecclesiastes is really a, a pretty fascinating book because it's, it's, it's a, a glimpse into a man's thoughts, really. Um, his reflections over the, 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 the life that he's lived, um, an incredible life at that. And again, this is a man who had just really great moments in life, like last week we talked about, but also very much a man with a lot of faults, a man who sinned against God. And looking back, I think he would agree that he was a man who had wasted many precious years of his life pursuing things apart from from the things of God. So our passage this morning is in Ecclesiastes chapter 1. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's pretty deep. It talks about life in some of the grittiest, most realistic terms that you'll probably find in most of Scripture. And if you've ever felt in life like you were chasing the wind or chasing your tail or just spinning your wheels, you're going to probably relate to the words of King Solomon this morning. Okay? So here's what Solomon says in the opening parts of Ecclesiastes. He says, the words of the teacher, son of David, king in Jerusalem, absolute futility, says the teacher, absolute futility, everything is futile. What does a person gain for all his efforts that he labors at under the sun? A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets, panting. It hurries back to the place where it rises. Gusting to the south, turning to the north, turning. Turning goes the wind and the wind returns in its cycles. All the streams flow to the sea, yet the sea is never full. To the place where the streams flow, there they flow again. All things are wearisome. 
more than anyone can say. The eye is not satisfied by seeing or the ear filled with hearing. What has been is what will be. And what has been done is what will be done. There is nothing new under the sun. Can one say about anything, look, this is new. It has already existed in the ages before us. There is no remembrance of those who came before. And of those who will come after, there will also be no remembrance by those who follow them. Verse 12, I, the teacher, have been king over Israel and Jerusalem. I applied my mind to examine and explore through wisdom all that is done under heaven. God has given people this miserable task to keep them occupied. I have seen all the things that are done under the sun and have found everything to be futile. A pursuit of the wind. Isn't that encouraging? So here's a man, again, who by all standards achieved basically everything that this life has to offer. A lot of things he should have been proud of. He was incredibly wealthy. That's a pretty big standard in today's world. He was incredibly prosperous. He's incredibly wisdom. And, and during his rule, the nation that he led was incredibly prosperous. He knew more about the world than probably most people ever would. Yet to him, life seemed futile. Isn't that sad? Everything that he'd seen, everything that this man had accomplished, everything that he had experienced firsthand was to him meaningless. It was like chasing the wind. And so I want us to, to look at four different things this morning, four very real truths from this passage. And the first one's this, life can be pointless. Now, I didn't expect a lot of amens on these, okay? But this is what Solomon's saying. Again, by all worldly standards, he had it all. He was a celebrity before we had celebrities. He had wealth and power, wisdom, women, more women than he ever needed. Lord knows that. They led him astray. But as he looks back over the course of his life, he says, absolute futility. Everything is futile. As the old King James says, vanity of vanities. All is Vanity. How sad to look back over the course of your life and realize everything I've done was pointless. In spite of all that Solomon had, all the things that he'd accumulated, in spite of all the things that he had accomplished, and all the things that he had studied and, and learned, and all the wisdom, he was ultimately unsatisfied with his life. And at the end of his days, he was unfulfilled. It's easy to look at the story of Solomon's life and think, how in the world can he come to this conclusion? With everything that he, how can he say this about his own life? Such a, an accomplished man. But what we realize, folks, is that a life lived only for those things that Solomon says are under the sun is a life that will always feel like absolute futility. Always feel empty. The words translated futility or, or, or even vanities are sometimes translated throughout the Old Testament. Guess what word? Idols. Idols. 
So when you go through life pursuing only these temporal things, these things that come and go, these things that will never last, the things that never have any real meaning behind them, certainly no eternal value, these idols that we establish, when you, when you chase these meaningless things, you feel like your life itself is just meaningless. It's pointless. The sun comes up, Solomon says. We go to work. We do our daily grind. We come back home. We go to bed. And the sun goes down. And then we get up when the sun comes up. And we do it all over again for what? Because no matter how much we earn, no matter how much we accomplish, we're never truly satisfied inside. Because the things that we're chasing can never be truly satisfying and fulfilling. I wish I could just have a conversation. I'm not popular enough to do this, but I wish I could talk to some of the more successful people in this world and just see how they feel about having so much stuff and so much success and so much fame. And we can go back and read about some of them. I I look at musicians, for example, because I love music. Apparently I'm bad at it, but I love it. And I think about people like Frank Sinatra a name that everybody in the room is familiar with, and his music just transcends generations and probably always will. As a matter of fact, when Frank Sinatra died, do you realize how much he was worth? About $200 million. But do you realize that he was so unhappy? He was always wrestling with depression and dissatisfaction in life. I think about another king that's a different king than King Solomon. We called him the king of rock and roll. We're all familiar with Elvis Presley. Probably one of the most successful musicians that will ever walk the face of the earth. But what a tragic life. Always tormented. Always unhappy. Always trying to find peace and fulfillment. And tragically his life comes to a a screeching halt at the age of 42. I think about the king of pop. Now, I didn't really listen to the king of pop. Imagine that. But some people like the king of pop, Michael Jackson, right? What a no- Shane likes Michael Jackson. <laughs> He'll get me back on that one. Michael Jackson literally could have anything money could buy. But he was so unhappy. So tormented. So unsatisfied. Why? Why were these people so unhappy? Because nothing in life, folks, can fill that God-shaped void that you have in your life other than God Himself. If you try to do so with anything else, it's all going to seem futile. It's all going to seem pointless. All these things, these even good things, even great things will leave you feeling like life is pointless apart from God. But it gets even more exciting. Not only does Solomon tell us that, but he explains how life can also be peaceless. If you feel that life is pointless, you're going to feel that life is peaceless. Solomon calls it wearisome is the word that he uses. It means tiring or exhausting or mundane. He says you can see everything the eye can see, but it's never satisfied. You can hear everything there is to hear, but never be satisfied. It's all the same because there's nothing new under the sun is what Solomon says. But not only that, he says there's no remembrance of people that have gone before you. People live, they do whatever they do, they die, and then they're forgotten. How many people have ever felt like that is life. 
You born, you live, you die, and that's it. That's the feeling you have when you chase the wind. So where's the peace in that? Well, there is no peace in that. Life lived chasing the wind will wear you out because there will be no rest. There will be no peace because your soul itself is never satisfied. Now, I know life, and I think Solomon's getting at this point too. Life itself can just be harassing. Life itself can bring you trouble and make you tired and wear you out. Circumstances can wear you out. People can, can beat you down and tear you down. And if you add to that the feeling that, well, I'm just going nowhere in life, and not only am I going nowhere, but I have no hope of ever getting anywhere, it's wearisome. It's exhausting. It reminds me of a story in the New Testament where Jesus looks out at the crowds of people. And it's one of my favorite, absolute favorite passages, favorite scene. Jesus looks out at the crowds, and the Gospel of Matthew tells us, as he looked out at these crowds, the Gospel says he had compassion on the multitudes. And he tells us why. He says because they were weary. They were feeling like Solomon felt. They were beat down by life, beat down by people. They were... The Bible says like sheep without a shepherd. They had no direction. They didn't know where they were going. But the Bible says that Christ himself had compassion for them. And maybe that's you this morning. Maybe you feel like your life is just a little bit pointless. You're tired. You don't have peace. You're just spinning your wheels. You're tired of the daily grind. And every day just leaves you feeling like you're getting nowhere. You're just chasing the wind. Let me tell you how you can get some peace. When you feel weary, you know what Jesus went on to say? He said, just come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your very souls. Apart from Jesus, you're always going to feel weary. No peace, no rest, no fulfillment. St. Augustine in his confessions actually found this for himself. And he says, you have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it finds its rest in you. And you can find that rest and that peace that your soul naturally desires, that your heart is craving, you can find that, as we sang about this morning, in Christ alone. But that's not all, folks. When we chase the wind, life can also be purposeless. It's pointless, it's peaceless, it's purposeless. Solomon says, I have examined everything there is to examine. Everything under the sun. He says, I have explored and examined through wisdom. And it's all like this miserable task that God himself has just given to people to keep us occupied until we die. And all of that, he says, is futile. Like chasing the wind. There's no purpose behind any of it. Now, I don't know if, if you've ever tried to catch the wind. Well, you can't catch it. And I know that's a simple analogy, so let me give you another one. How many people have ever watched a dog try to catch a car? I don't know why this is, but sometimes 
it seems like every time a dog chases a car, there's always a group of men watching when this happens, right? There's always a group of men watching this dog yip, 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 chase the car down the road. And the dad in the group always says what? What do you reckon he'll do when he catches it? Never fails. Sometimes that's what life feels like. You run through life chasing things that they themselves ultimately have no purpose. And when you do that, then your life feels like it too has no purpose. And one day, if you're not careful, folks, you're going to wake up later in life like King Solomon and realize that you have just wasted so much precious time that God entrusted you to you for absolutely nothing. And not only are you neglecting things of eternal value, but your life here on earth is not as good as it could be if you actually had a purpose. Let me tell you something. Purpose is important. Time magazine said that purposeful living has been linked to a better physical life. That that, that, uh, purposeful living actually means more often than not, that you have a lower risk of disease, you have better sleep, you actually have other healthy behaviors in your life. Another psychiatric study said that having a purpose in life actually helps aging people age better. They said that people with purpose were more proactive in taking care of their health, thus usually experiencing longer, healthier lives. Another study published in 2016 said that people with a sense of purpose are more successful. If you have a sense of purpose, you actually tend to make more money than those who do not because they feel like their work is meaningless. You need a purpose. But here's the problem. Solomon says all these things... Everything under the sun, which is pretty much everything that there is. He says all of that has no purpose. So where are you going to get a purpose in a world filled with purposeless things? The things that have no meaning. It's just chasing the wind. And that right there, folks, is the end of our passage. I hope you have a great day. I don't want to have a sad day, so we're not going to stop there. But that is the end of that thought that Solomon leaves us with. And so it begs the question, where then, preacher, do I find meaning for my life? Where do I actually find peace for my soul? Where do I find this purpose that I need that is not in anything under the sun? Well, take a moment, flip over to the end of the book, chapter 12. I'm going to skip a lot so we can get the point, okay? In verse 13 of chapter 12, Solomon goes on to say this. When all has been heard, the conclusion of the matter is this. Fear God and keep His commands because this is for all humanity. He says, for God will bring every act, every act to judgment, including every hidden thing, whether good or evil. So Solomon again Don't get him wrong. He made many, many, many terrible mistakes, sins in his pursuit of the wind. In his pursuit of things under the sun. But I think, this is me personally, I think that when it came to the end of his life that Solomon looked back and I think that his heart came back around. Because I read this and I think here's a guy that finally it registered. And he realized if you're going to have meaning in your life, If you're going to have purpose in your life, you can't look at things under the sun. You've got to start looking above the sun. He says it all comes down to this. Fear God 
and keep His commands. In other words, love God more than anything else this world has to offer and be obedient to Him. Instead of chasing after the wind, chase after God Himself with everything in you, with every breath, with every fiber of every ounce of your being. Chase after the Lord because a life lived any other way will be a life that has been wasted and it will be futile. But a life lived for Christ. Listen, I wouldn't lie to you. A life lived for Christ will always be satisfying. It will always be filled with joy. It won't always be easy, church, but it will always be worth it. And when you get to the end of your life, and if you can look back over your life and say, I don't know what I did right, and I don't know what I did wrong, but I know I live for Jesus. You're going to be satisfied. That's where we find our purpose. Not in just things that's going to wither away. Not in a life that's going to grow old and wither away and be forgotten. But a life that stores treasures up in heaven. That does things of eternal value. So let me ask you this. If you think about it, put yourself in Solomon's shoes for just a moment. Is that your life this morning? Are you finding your purpose in Christ today? When you get up out of the bed, do you get up out of the bed every morning going about your day with a sense of purpose, living for Christ, realizing you're, you're part of His kingdom? Isn't it cool that we're doing this thing? It's such a reminder to me that, 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 that God's kingdom is so much bigger than just us. And our little kingdom. It's even bigger than FBC and bigger than the SBC. We're part of the king's kingdom. And that gives us a unique sense of purpose that the rest of the world simply does not have. If you're not finding your purpose in Him, I can almost guarantee this morning... If we sit down and talk, you're probably feeling a lot like Solomon felt. You're tired. You feel like you're spinning your wheels. You're frustrated. You feel like you have no purpose. But I want you to know this morning you can have purpose. And if you're not a Christian today, that's where your purpose begins. is in a relationship with Christ through faith. Now for everybody else, the vast majority of people in here has already done that. And you still feel like you don't have purpose. That life is just pointless and you don't know what God's going to do with you. What you need to do this morning is simply get your priorities straight. Because if you put Jesus as the king of your life and live like he's the king of your heart and the king of your pocketbook and the king of your decisions, then your life will suddenly take on a whole new form under his authority. We like making Jesus our Lord, but we need to, our, our Savior, but we sometimes need to go back and make him our Lord because he is the king of kings and Lord of lords. Let's stand together as we close in prayer. Father, this morning, as we prepare to put on this thing called keepers of the kingdom, God, I pray we'd be faithful stewards of your kingdom. God, I pray that we'd find our sense of purpose, not in our kingdom, because our kingdom's going to fade away. Our kingdom is going to dry up, vanish like a vapor. And God, if we haven't lived for you, and if we haven't stored up treasures in heaven and built your kingdom, God, then there's, it's just a waste. 
God, if there's someone here this morning who doesn't know King Jesus, I pray that you give them the measure of faith that it takes to enter a relationship with Him. And God, I pray that all of us could find our role in Your kingdom through this church. God, You've blessed us with such an incredible church that's doing incredible things for the kingdom. And God, if there's someone that's just been standing on the sidelines wondering how to get plugged in, God, I pray today they would say, you know what? I'm all in. Whatever that looks like, God, have your way in my life. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the weekly sermon podcast. Please subscribe, but also join us live in person on the Court Square in Barberville or find us on YouTube by searching FBC Barberville, on Instagram at first underscore Baptist underscore Barberville, on Twitter at Barberville FBC, or on our Facebook page, First Baptist Barberville.